WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. IDC is giving you a reprieve from sky-high interest rates with an unbelievable offer right now. 0% interest financing on practically everything. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and get fast, easy, 0% financing for five years. That $9,000 engagement ring comes to just $150 a month. You can even finance the sales tax. Say no to high prices and high rates. Get the guaranteed best price and enjoy zero interest financing only at International Diamond Center. This 0% finance offer at IDC is insane. People are driving for hours to do this. It's five years zero interest financing. Whether you spend $3,000 or $30,000, you can spread your payments over five years with zero in interest. And this includes every diamond at IDC. All shapes from one carat to 20 carats GIA certified diamonds. Get the extreme value price IDC is known for for a limited time enjoy five years zero interest financing now through July 2nd at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Zach will be our producer today. We are now just one day away from the start of the College World Series in Omaha. We will have live coverage of every game in the tournament, including games that Florida is not in, which means tomorrow our coverage begins at 1.40 for Game 1. Some interesting things we'll talk about. Did you see the reveal last night of the SEC football schedule? What'd you think? Have you seen Florida's 2024 schedule? And look, I th- this is going to be an interesting thing. Chris Dorian's going to be here today. And th- <laughs> it's going to be year three of Billy Napier. <clears throat> and obviously... Fans are going to want to see improvement. Your your cupcakes are Miami and UCF, along with the SEC schedule. That's a pretty tough schedule. So your thoughts about that. Uh, Look, 
this schedule is not perfect. There are rivalries that have gone away, but there's going to be some intriguing new ones too. But if you have a thought about it, would love to hear from you about it. Uh, also, Gator men's basketball has now completed its roster. And give Todd Golden a lot of credit. He went out and he and his staff scoured the portal. Now, we don't know, are these guys going to be any good? We don't know that. But on paper, looks pretty good. And they finish up their roster. Gator Baseball already has a transfer portal pitcher. Right-hander from UCLA. He's a grad. He's coming in because Florida's going to lose Waldrop and Sprout. So we'll see how that goes. But there's a, there's a guy that's got, you know, he's pitched. He's pitched at a big place. Uh, and as he said, a no-brainer to choose Florida. And uh, I mentioned the roster about basketball. He's an international player. He's their ninth, the ninth scholarship addition. Did you? That's it. They had, they had four returners and nine scholarships to give. He's a Lithuanian guard. Caius Kublikas is 6'1", 18 years old. So we'll see how he fits in. Um, we'll take your questions, calls, and comments today. Lots to talk about. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. And again, uh, Nick Belmonte is going to be here today too. And he'll discuss Omaha and the College World Series field. So we'll have that. By the way, a lot of people want to know this. For ESPN, if you're going to watch the games, Carl Ravitch, Eduardo Perez will be the play-by-play. The analyst, Ben McDonald. LSU pitcher. Um, and then the second team, uh, Mike Monaco, play-by-play, Chris Burke, Kyle Peterson. And then Chris Budden will be the reporter for that. So just for whatever that's worth, there you go. And they're going to have some interesting things. They're going to have uh, a drone That'll be covering things. Ump Cam. And how about this? To get the full impact of audio, ESPN is going to deploy about 75 microphones uh, around the field. Mike's in the bases. Mike's buried at home plate in the pitcher's mound. Warning track mics. Wow. How about that? All right, let's hear from you. Make this Thursday a good one. 
Mike will lead off. Mike, hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. I took a look at the new schedules coming up, and I'm still in a state of shock. In what way? Because it's bad enough having to play some of the heavyweights that have UCF, Florida State, and Miami in the same year. Yep. In 2025 with a rotation, Texas goes off, but we add Oklahoma, and we're going to have the other seven teams be a little bit softer. There's no way we're going to have a quick turnaround in our record, I don't think. It'll take another two or three years because we've loaded up in-state, and then we I haven't heard whether we're dropping anybody other than Texas in our non-conference. We have, for example, in 28, I think we have Notre Dame in the middle of November up there. We have series with Colorado, Cal, Arizona State, et cetera. So the old days of having three or four gimmies are completely gone now. So it's worrying me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is not, in the short term, anything easy. Now, once again, this is just the schedule for that year, for 2024, but it isn't, it isn't easy, um, and it will test, I think, Gator fans' mettle. Well, I wanted to mention it said in the paper, is it the Sun or might have been on the website for Gator Zone, that we're going to alternate – Texas or Oklahoma every year. One of the two will be on our schedule each year from now on. So we're not going to be able to avoid teams. And at 25, we have Alabama and Auburn on our schedule together, along with Georgia, Oklahoma. Not LSU, though. They'll drop off. But still, it's going to be a load. <laughs> that is a load, no doubt. Thanks. Okay, Mike, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, that's not going to be uh, easy. Um, all right, let's get a couple of more emails here. Uh, let's see. Steven says, Florida got the toughest SEC schedule, in my opinion. What do you think? One of them. I think the thing that makes it, I don't want to say seem more, when, when you don't, because there's no cupcakes. I mean, you got UCF, Miami, and Florida State, plus the SEC schedule. That's that, that, that's pretty tough. Pretty tough. Uh, Eric says it must have been hard to come up with a schedule like that. Uh, what are some other teams you think got hosed? There was a formula the SEC used based on competitive balance and records over X amount of I think it was 15 years. I forget what it was. So that's how they came up with this. And you're going to lose some rivalry games. Alabama plays Georgia. That'll be good. And that, that's must-see TV, and that's what the league wants. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just – I can't wait to hear Chris, who'll be here a little later, and see what he thinks. And then we will talk about future scheduling. So, I mean, you, and you can look. I mean, you can, it's, it's very easy to do. You go online and look, and you can see, you know, what the other schools have comparing that to Florida. But uh, not easy. PG, welcome. Hey, Steve. Um, Georgia's schedule was pretty tough. Today. It is, yes. Yeah. So, 
you know, I, I haven't looked at Alabama's, but I think they both get Alabama. Both Florida and Georgia get Alabama. Um, I think Texas too. Anyway, I got I'm breaking them down. But so let's say let's say worst case scenario in year three. Okay, PG, your phone, you, you're like you're in the middle of the water. Okay, I got to let you go. Um, you, your, I don't know where you are, but your phone is not cooperating. Uh, but call us back if you get a, into a better cell. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Daniel says, let's go the other way. Who got the easiest schedule? I don't know. I mean, I I glanced at all of these schedules. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Oklahoma doesn't get a picnic schedule. Bama, Tennessee, Texas, LSU. Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. Now, they do get Vanderbilt. So, I mean, it just... I guess it just depends on, you know, the world you're living in. Vanderbilt schedule, they've got Alabama, LSU, and Tennessee. So, I mean, you, you look around, everybody has something tough. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators baseball has their first game of the College World Series on Friday. They'll take on Virginia with first pitch set for 7 p.m. The SEC announced the eight conference opponents for each of its schools for the 2024 football season. The Gators have a tough schedule that includes LSU, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M at home. They'll also have to travel to the likes of Texas and Tennessee. Former Gator golfer Billy Horschel is competing in the U.S. Open beginning today. He set the tee off around 4.45 p.m. And in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays take on the Oakland Athletics to close out their series today. Coverage begins right here at 3 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, it's a great thing to be able to have a bank you trust that gives you good service, that does great things with your money. Well, that's why I've banked at the same place for over 30 years, my health care federal credit union right here in Gainesville. With summertime just around the corner, that means time for vacations, time to get away. Or maybe you want to just upgrade and have a staycation. Well, in either way, more money in your pocket is certainly a good thing, and my healthcare federal credit union can help you. They offer a summer skip a pay, and here's all you do, and this is going to be for the month of July for your loan payment. Just go online at myhcfcu.org and click on the summer skip a pay link. Complete and return the form by the deadline date to the credit union. You're all set. It is really that easy. You can keep that extra cash and make summer just a little bit nicer. Another example of the perks and friendly people you'll find at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. To find out more, you can visit myhcfcu.org. 
That's myhcfcu.org. The year's almost half over, and you're still dealing with that knee or hip pain. Enough is enough. Pills and surgery aren't the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pain. You can do all those summer activities you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right into your achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. This treatment is revolutionary. Patients across America are having life-changing results, and there's no drug, surgery, or downtime. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, you need to stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Learn how the latest advances in regenerative medicine can give you your life back. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Coming this August, Tom Brady passes the torch to the next Bucks captain. Will it be Kyle Trask? Trask to the end zone. Once in a while, uh, we get a spur-of-the-moment guest 
that we can get on, and I'm going to certainly do that in this case. So for folks who are calling, uh, hang in there. I'll get right to you because I want to get uh, on the phone with us. Joining us live here now is Colin Castleton to update us on what he's been doing since leaving town. Colin, man, I appreciate you doing this. Thanks a lot. Of course, of course. I appreciate you having me. Uh, okay, if fans don't know, uh, first of all, how are you? You know, physically, uh, all that. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I feel like it's been a while because I had the injury in February, but um, you know, I've just been laying under the radar, getting ready for my pre-draft, and I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, just feel physically strong, but still quick on my feet. So I'm just, I'm feeling great to be honest. Now, what will happen here? I know you're going to be working out with the Celtics here. Uh, over the next few days, Colin, what, what's on your radar? What plans do you have in working with some of the NBA teams? Yeah, so this is going to be – I actually worked out for the Celtics. It was one of my first workouts, and then um, this is my second one. So I had to fly back to Austin. I have the workout here tomorrow with the Celtics, and then i got to fly to L.A. for the Lakers. And then that will actually be my last – pre-jack workout that's on the 19th so then i'll fly home uh probably the 20th and then just be with my family for a day or two before the draft but that'll be like 12 or 13 total workouts so all the way up until this point i've been doing workouts all after the combine in chicago um yeah i haven't been in airports hotels the whole time so <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, fine, but i'm loving it so um, you mentioned all the, I was going to ask you that how many workouts you'd had and you just kind of said that, how's that gone for you? What's that experience been like for you to be able to work out for all those teams and show and showcase your skill? Uh, it's great. Um, you know, I'm just enjoying every day to be honest, just being able to learn from uh, all these coaches, all these front office guys, at the next level. Um, just asking as many questions as possible. Um, and just taking all the feedback and being able to soak in all the information that they're giving me. Um, and just, just learning little by little, being able to showcase, you know, my abilities. Um, there's a lot of three-on-three, a lot of one-on-one. So, you know, not a lot of help. So, you know, you can either expose people or expose yourself. So being able just to focus on a lot of details that I'm hearing and just getting better daily is something that I've been focusing on throughout this whole process. Uh, I, I want to take you back to your, your time here at Florida. You know, sometimes because the process, the season ends and right away you have to get ready for – you know, the draft and all those workouts. Have you had time to reflect on your time at Florida? And if so, what was it like for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think about it all the time, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, you know, when I'm with my friends or if I'm talking to my family, you know, I still keep tabs on everybody. I, you know, I, genuinely, I do love the school, and I love everybody who I've met while I was at Florida. So I feel like it's always going to be indebted to me and just um, – if I had to sum it up, like the, the total experience at Florida, it would just be grateful, to be honest. Just very blessed to have the opportunity. Um, coming from Michigan, not really knowing where my career was going to go, which path I was going to really take. Um, and then just, you know, kind of like shooting out of a rocket at Florida and getting that chance was just something that I'm always grateful for. So I would say grateful is the biggest thing when I always reflect on it. But um, just a good opportunity and experience, that would be the biggest thing for me. Uh, because now players can transfer much more easily, you had a chance to play for several different coaches, and, of course, Todd Golden, the last one. What is he like, uh, Colin, from a player's standpoint, to play for uh, from a coaching perspective? Yeah, he's um, 
he's everything I think a player wants to look in for. Obviously, you know, this past season we didn't have a great year, but I fully believe in Coach Bolden. I think he's doing all the right things necessary to, you know, get the direction going the way it needs to go, uh, the program. I mean, so I think just from a from a player standpoint, just he's eager. He's he's hunger. He has this hunger about him that, you know, players have, you know, being able to just, you know, get on you and yell at you and just take it the right way. But also – He's a little laid back in the sense of he, he understands basketball players' mindsets. He understands he played in, uh, professionally. He's played in college. So, you know, he understands the body. He understands taking care of it. But he's also going to get on you. And that's something that you want out of a coach is having a little bit of, of that, of both, being able to understand that, you know, he's going he's gonna to get on you and you got to respect that. But he's also going to understand where you're coming from and he's going to have an open dialogue with his players. So um, it was nothing but great being able to play for Coach Golden. I'm going to continue to build, you know, help him out with whatever he needs whenever I'm back in Florida or, uh, you know, I'm always a phone call away. So I've told him that. Colin Castanel, our guest here on Sports Scene, as he gets ready for the upcoming NBA draft. I'll have a workout with the Boston Celtics coming up. I want to go back to some of those other workouts you had, Colin, and and talk about the feedback. Uh, Are all the workouts basically the same? Do teams do things differently in those workouts? How does that work? Yeah, so – I mean, the, the grand scheme of it is basically the same. There's majority of the time there's six guys in the NBA workout, um, a lot of three-on-three, three, you know, a lot of one-on-one. Every team has their own little cork or, you know, like flag to it. They switch it up with certain drills or, you know, they may change certain things. Like some drills uh, may be conditioning drills. Some teams, they might want to see you shoot more, do more skill work. Um, but for the most part, a lot of it is similar. There are a couple of teams that do more conditioning. So, like, you know, obviously, like the Celtics, they do more running at the end. They uh, The Jazz have more running. Um, I've heard, like, the Miami Heat, obviously, they do. Certain teams have more, you know, conditioning drills. They want to see how much, how, how strong mentally you are, honestly, just being able to push you um, and going into the workouts and go as hard as you can. But, you know, they're all great, you know, super highly competitive. Um, you know, they love to hear you talk, so that's something that, you know, I don't shy away from, but that's what the coaches all say in the workouts is just being able to be highly communicative, um, being, you know, really high in energy because that's, that's what you're getting paid for at the next level. So um, it's just super high energy. Everybody's going as hard as possible, and, um, yeah, you just got to take as much feedback as possible. I'll end with this, Colin. Uh, obviously, people are going to, uh, and Gator fans are going to be hoping for the best for you as far as the draft. Have you gotten any feedback as, in terms of, what, what might happen in the draft or what might happen after? Do the, do the teams give you any indication of that? Um, I mean, they don't tell you anything for sure, for sure, but I would just say I'm in good hands. That would be the biggest thing. I, I feel like um, regardless of any way it goes, draft, undrafted, I'll be okay. I have an opportunity. So that's something I'm not worried about as far as the next level. I know that moving forward I'll have a good opportunity um, at the NBA. So, that's something that I'm not stressed about right now. The biggest thing for me right now is just continuing to push to get drafted. That's something that I'm hearing um, more and more throughout the process as I've been able to, you know, do things well in my workouts. You know, teams may guarantee certain guys, but I try to stay away from that. I don't like hearing you know, certain <laughs> things like that. So I just tell my agent that I'm going to keep my head down and whatever happens, happens. But, you know, he still gives me feedback and tells me that, you know, he's hearing a lot of really, really good things. Um, and a lot of teams I've worked out for, are in that second round range, so you know we'll see what happens. But that's the goal for sure. Last question for you: um, Where do you think, uh, from when you came to Florida, Colin, and you and you ended, where do you think you improved the most in your game? I would say leadership. Not even 
on the court, really, just overall as a leader, being able to um, learn how to communicate with different teammates. Um, obviously, with the portal, every year was different. Um, and I feel like the one thing I wish I could have done and that I always reflect about when I look back at Florida would just be winning more. That's something that I it always still eats me up, knowing that like I didn't win as much for the school or even for myself, just don't really have an SEC ring, don't really have anything to look back on and be like, well, you know, this was an amazing moment as far as, like, a team goal. You know, I, I was able to make a lot of personal accolades, so that that's cool. But, like, I don't have anything, like, as far as a ring or something that I can look back on and be like, dang, like, we did this as a team. So that will probably be my, not let down, but my biggest um, memory that's, I would guess you could say it's negative, but it's just something that, it builds motivation for me in going into the next level. But I would say the biggest jump I made was just being a leader, being able to talk to multiple guys, um, being able to understand that I can get on guys and, you know, maybe yell at them here and there, but they understand it. You know, I have their back and I just want to bring the best out of them. I don't like seeing guys not go hundred percent or give full effort. So that will probably be the biggest thing. The basketball stuff I was able to get better at over the years and just continue to develop. But I feel like just, as a person, being able to lead my teammates and um, just build a relationship with all my coaches little by little was the biggest thing I got better at. Well, I think I can speak for Gator fans here. Certainly glad you, you chose to come to Florida and finish up here. And Colin, I hope uh, when the draft happens and we see what happens, whether we can get you back and follow what you're doing. So I really appreciate you taking time today, and uh, we'll be back in touch with you. Yes, sir, of course. I appreciate you having me. Okay, Colin, thank you. Colin Castleton joining us live here uh, on Sports Scene. 1229, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. (sighs) And when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So if you want to go from this to this, visit RadiantCU.org slash vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. You've heard CEO Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds and GetRefunds.com explain how he's helped so many small businesses with the ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for many kinds of businesses just like yours. Construction, retail, restaurants, bars, hotels, and so many more. Government data experts have estimated that 86% of small businesses were likely eligible to receive an ERC tax credit. The challenge is cutting through all the red tape to get your money. Innovation Refunds has specialized tax attorneys who are experienced in government application tax returns. To start the process, you have to go to GetRefunds.com. No upfront charge. They don't get paid until you get paid. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds. 
GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you're rolling Charmin, don't you stop on the party. This is most so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistible soft and hella nice. My crib is always sucked. It's our party party. She's crushing the face, so my cheeks feel fine. So what? Everybody wanna touch the sky. Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, increasing clouds, hot and humid, highs near 90, heat indices in the upper 90s. It'll be breezy this afternoon with gusts about 25 miles an hour. And we'll still have a threat for thunderstorms, some of them strong late in the afternoon and during the evening. Just like last night's storms, locally heavy rain, damaging winds, small hail and tornadoes will all be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> the first thing I thought of, buzzer sounds, confetti, Ja Morant. Ja Morant, you're on the clock, Ja. Nobody needed this game to go to six more than him. <laughs> yeah, or seven. Yeah. yeah. Who needed this game to go one more, yeah. Jimmy Butler or Ja Morant? Yeah, Ja Morant. <laughs> The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Very soon you'll hear a conversation with him as well after filling out his roster. All right, we'll open the phone lines back for you. Chris Doring will join us from the SEC Network. Nick Belmonte will talk about the College World Series. Uh... Later on in the show today, 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. I always enjoy Williams' email. We don't always agree, but he's a terrific emailer. So every year ESPN puts Rabich and Perez in the College World Series, and every year they're terrible. Why put those two guys leading your coverage when they don't call one college baseball game all year? It, it really is stupid. Per usual, my TV will be on mute. Uh, both these guys know very little about the college game and the rosters, so thanks again, ESPN. Napier's seat after 2024 is most likely en fuego. I think that sums it up well. For some reason, the SEC has an obsession with us playing Texas A&M six times in 12 years. We would have played them. On the other side, it's a flat-out refusal for us to play Auburn. By 2024, those teams will have played twice in 17 years. Yeah, I mean, a no schedule, I guess, would be perfect. I guess... If you went to the other schools, they may have, you know, some of the same things here. Uh, Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Steve, I just always commend you on your interviews. I love the, the guys you choose, man, Colin. Good luck, man. I, I like some of his comments, Steve. Uh, definitely Boston, I knew, with the conditioning. And uh, uh, just if he's listening, man, yeah, that's a big thing at your height to be able to run that floor in them 20 seconds to shoot the ball. So, Definitely be in shape, and uh, Dan, uh, good luck to you and all those guys. And Steve, uh, what I want to ask you too, you know, you being a Jets fan, and I, I don't know how many NFL fans, uh, Jaguar fans around, but 
you know, I've been so frustrated. I think we lost Taylor, and we don't know if we need to sign Josh Allen and uh, some other players and you know, defense. But where I'm going with this is also they're thinking about playing the games at the Daytona Speedway. If you've got any input on what that experience would be like and should our fans be upset, and uh, what would you like the Jets to be doing like right about now, worrying about that, and are y'all worrying about signing your players? But just comment on that and uh, how your team doing and what's going on in the NFL if you got in pit this. Thanks, Steve. Go Gators. All right, Byron, thank you. Um, right, the Jets already had a significant injury in camp. Could lose a starter. I think that's the thing you really want to try to avoid. Because I think that's, I mean, they got all these OTAs and mini camps and all that. But that's what you want to not have happen. And certainly there's going to be an acclimation with Rodgers and all those new players. And that's part of it as well. Um, By the way, for Jacksonville, remember Daytona, I don't know if it would be the same for football, what the configuration would be, but I've been there once. That can seat over 100,000 people. Big place. Now, I don't, again, I don't know if the football uh, would be the same thing. Um, and there has been football played there before. So it isn't like this is the first time that would happen. Uh, Richard, hello. Steve, hi. Uh, this 24th schedule is going to be uh, going to be amazing. Uh, let me ask you: uh, Have we ever played the Longhorns in football? The, I can't think of it going back from my time in the 70s. Uh, what are you about? You can I you recall? To them? my knowledge, I don't think, at least in the modern era, I don't think so. Yeah, maybe one of your staff. Uh, there's a way to look that up or something. That'd be interesting. To, I know we played Oklahoma. We beat them in the oh, yeah. title game way back or yep. whatever. It wasn't that far back, but we have played them. But these Longhorns, that's going to be a heck. And they'll come here the following year? They've not released that. It, it's just a 2024 release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, But that's going to uh, certainly uh, – that's a game changer or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's a heck of a thing. All right, well, um, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Uh it's funny, I'm looking this up now. The last time Florida played Texas was in Gainesville in 1940. So there is a history. Um, and Florida lost 26 to nothing in 1940. But not certainly in the modern era. James says, kind of surprised the Gators have Texas A&M and LSU on their schedule in 24 Seems the Gators have played those teams often, especially with LSU being the permanent rival. When do the actual dates of the schedule come out? Is there a chance Florida-Georgia may be played in a different week? Hope Gators get more home games in October and November rather than having a heavy front-loaded home schedule in late August and September when it's still really hot. You know, again, I'm going to have Chris here, and and maybe he can shed more light uh, on this. But... You know, I I just don't know that there's a perfect uh, scenario for this. Uh, And I want to make something clear here. It's just for the 2024 season. 
Okay. And each, this is interesting, each of the existing conference members will play either Oklahoma or Texas, home or away, during the 2024 season. And again, eight conference games plus one required major opponent during the year. And this is also what the SEC said. The slate of home and away designations built in that no school will travel travel to the same location to which it traveled in 2023. The, the primary factors, traditional opponents and balance of schedule strength. And this was based, and this is, this is what's in, what you have to un- understand when you look at the schedule. Based on each school's conference winning percentage since the last SEC expansion, which I think was 2012. So understand that's how this came up. For Oklahoma and Texas, it was the winning percentages in the Big 12 since 2012. Each school schedule will include four opponents to home, two away, where the winning percentage ranked among the top eight conference winning percentages, again, back since 2012, and four opponents, two home, two away, whose winning percentages ranked among the second eight winning percentages. So that's partly why you might see Florida play Texas A&M again. Now, this is what the SEC also said. No school will travel to the same location as it did in 23, but when a long-term schedule format is made, it may not be possible to make a schedule that does not include some schools playing at the same location back-to-back years of the initial uh, new format. And once again, they'll uh, announce a complete 2024 schedule that includes dates of games, all that, that's going to be announced later this year. So to answer your question, James, we don't have that yet. But we do want to hear from you. And again, Chris Doring will join us at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour, and Nick Belmonte will join us to talk some uh, College World Series baseball. But still lots to talk about today. We want to hear from you, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Paul asked an interesting question email he says great interview with castleton how do you get all these interviews um how do i answer that a lot of ways when you've been doing something for a long time you you get to know people and people are kind enough to you know be a guest on your show and you develop relationships and friendships Sometimes it's through an agent. Uh, Sometimes it's through another contact. Sometimes it's through a friend. A lot of different ways to do it. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 
Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Haviv. The SEC announced the eight conference opponents for each of its schools for the 2024 football season. The Gators have a tough schedule that includes LSU, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M at home. They'll also have to travel to the likes of Texas and Tennessee, while also taking on Georgia in Jacksonville. Gators baseball has their first game of the College World Series on Friday. They'll take on Virginia with first pitch set for 7 p.m. Former Gator golfer Billy Horschel is competing in the U.S. Open beginning today. He set the tee off around 4.45 p.m. And in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays take on the Oakland Athletics to close out their series today. Coverage begins right here at 3 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Been telling you for a while now about a terrific local charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. And you can help them as well. Simply by donating an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. They will gladly take it off your hands. And remember, that is also a tax-deductible contribution. It helps at-risk young boys. That's what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch does. They take these at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and they teach them real-life skills because they'll fix the vehicles up and then they will resell them. So if you have a vehicle like this, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. You can Google Boys Ranch Palatka to find out more or go to rbr.org. We get the bugs out of your car. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of A.C. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. The Gators. The 0-2 pitch. See ya again. Lucky number 13. And Waldrop with a smile. The Who's. 
Live from Omaha, the College World Series. First pitch is Friday night at 7, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. At the U.S. Open, I'll try to give you the leaderboard here a few times before we say goodbye. Jacob Solomon, Dylan Wu, three under. There is a bunch of dudes that I don't have any idea who they are, but uh, Ricky Fowler, Xander Joffle, uh among a group at two under. And then uh, DeChambeau is at one under. Sergio is at one under. Let's see here. Tommy Fleetwood is even. John Rahm is even. Looking down the list here, a lot of people have not gone out yet. Justin Rose is one over. Adam Scott is one over. Gary Woodland is one over. Victor Hovland is one over. And uh, let's see, a bunch of guys. Jason Day is at two over. Colin Morikawa is at two over. Justin Thomas is three over. And those are the guys that are on the course now. Billy Horschel is the only Gator uh, that's in the U.S. Open, and he will tee off later. Uh, Some of the bigger names uh, that will tee off later, uh, Phil Mickelson tees off at 4 o'clock, and uh, let's see, Dustin Johnson is at 4.30, Billy Horschel is at 4.43, Spieth is at 4.43. Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy, Hideki Matsuyama all are at just before 5 o'clock. So we'll keep you updated as we go, but that's the latest from the U.S. Open. Are you kidding me? We don't have anybody that wants to talk about the football schedule or the College World Series today? Goodness. I hope so. But... uh I got some emails, but I hope to hear from you. 3928255 email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Dan says, could this schedule be the undoing of Billy Napier? <sighs> I mean, yes. If they win two games, yeah. Uh, is anything possible? Yes. The hope is, I think, that the improvement through recruiting and portal and all of that will upgrade the talent so that Florida can navigate a tougher 2024 schedule. And I like what Joseph says here. Florida's schedule is tough, but everybody has a tough schedule in the SEC. I believe it would be stupid to go forward with the out-of-conference games scheduled, including FSU, UCF, and Miami. Not sure what can be done. 
would attempt to remove UCF and Monty from the schedule. Believe Strickland should be doing all he can to move to save his and Billy's jobs. Well, I, I guess the other side of the coin is if fans understand how difficult that schedule is, would that help at all? I don't know. Go to the phones. We'll bring in Tony. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Um, you know, Steve, um, your partner there at the station, uh, Pat Dooley, has a term that he refers to as must-champ luck. But I think he's going to have to trump that with Napier luck because um, this guy's had a tough break, man. I mean, think about it. For the last 500 years, you know, the Gators have played two cupcakes to start the season every single season. He comes on board, and he gets Utah right off the bat to start his first two seasons. Um, heck, they even took Vandy off the schedule. Now, mind you, Vandy beat them last year, but it's still Vandy. So you got Vandy taken off the schedule. You got the three in-state teams to go along with this new schedule. That's not good for player development either. Teams depend on these cupcake games to get their young players in there, get them experience, develop them. The Gators aren't going to have that opportunity in 24. They're going to be in dogfights. They're going to have no breathers in any games. They're going to have one game, Sanford. That's it. So it's awful for development. You're probably going to get a lot of injuries, too, because you don't have those, you know, quote-unquote easy games. Um, I think it's just about as bad as you could ask for for Billy Napier's tenure and for probably the next five to eight years of this football program. I think that schedule's a nightmare. Let me just say this, Tony. I don't disagree with what you said, but more so because of the non-conference, right? Now, I don't know what other schools in the league have in terms of their non-conference schedule. I would, I would be hard-pressed to know if another school has a more difficult one than Florida has. Let me flip that no, coin. Nobody. But let me flip that coin. Uh -huh. Given that, I'm sure if somebody were to analyze this, that you know you could look at a schedule and say, well, let me just throw this out. South Carolina's schedule seems easier than Florida's schedule. M maybe. But because the league is what it is, everybody's league schedule is going to be tough. Now, maybe not the same tough, because I, I really took a look last night and was thinking, okay, who doesn't have a tough schedule? Is there is there a school in the league that has a cupcake schedule? Look at Georgia. They've got Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, and I think Texas. Yeah, because they're going to play. Yeah. So, I mean, that's no picnic for them either. So, it just... It all comes down... Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, no, it all comes down to, like you said, the out-of-conference schedule. So, my question is this. What type of leeway did Scott Strickland have to maybe, um, you know, move UCF, move the Miami game? Because most of these teams that have that one solid out-of-conference, like, say, South Carolina, all they got left with was Clemson. Nobody has nowhere near three teams like how we have. So once this new SEC was going to be done and you knew that that 24 schedule was going to be a monster, did Strickland have any type of room, any type of leeway to make some moves with the UCF and the Miami games, or was that set in stone? This is what I think, Tony, and I'm going to try to ask Scott Strickland that when he gets back from Omaha. Uh, 
I would imagine, like in any contract, there's an out clause. Is it monetary? In other words, hey, if we cancel this game, we have to pay you, I don't know, you know, $500,000, whatever it is. Most contracts, I think, have an out clause. That would be my guess, but that's strictly a guess. Yeah, I think that should have been explored as much as you could have. As an example, Tennessee was supposed to play Army the first game of the season this past season, and they got out of it in the offseason because they didn't want to go up against that wishbone in Hypo's second year. They didn't want to give them that. They, they wanted to get off to a good start. So they, they gave Army, I think they cut them a check, like what you said, and told them, hey, thanks a lot. We'll get you next time. I think uh, Strickland dropped the ball in not trying to get out of a couple of these games. Um, there's going to be a nightmare schedule, and I think the ramifications are going to be felt for about three or four years. And if Napier survives this, give him a statue outside the stadium. Thanks, Steve. Okay, thank you, Tony. You know what the interesting thing is about this, though? How many times have I heard people call here and say to me, I'm tired of playing teams like Sanford. My hard-earned... I heard that a lot. Now be careful what you ask for. Because is it about really the schedule? Or is it about winning? Because you cannot have it both ways. If you want to have, I mean, this is, if you, from a fan standpoint, this is a dream schedule. I mean, you are playing really good football teams. That's what I think a lot of fans have wanted. Well, guess what? Now you got it. You cannot have it both ways. Can you? So, I don't know. You tell me. Can you have it both ways? Because there is that only one, I'll use the word, cupcake in the schedule. And I don't know, again, and remember, you know, there's other schools in the league that, you know, Georgia Clemson, all that stuff, I, I get that. Um, I'm sorry, Georgia, Georgia Tech and Clemson, South Carolina, they have those Florida, Florida State type rivalries, but I don't know. But I hope to ask Scott that um, when he returns from the uh, College World Series. Paul uh, simply says, wow, uh, what a schedule. Uh, fans, here, here you go. Fans should be happy with the schedule as far as the competition. LOL, maybe not so happy with a result. No, there you go. All right. We will, PG, hang on. I'll get to you as soon as we hit the top of the hour break here. Uh, I want to thank Colin Castleton for joining us here live, letting you know what he's done as far as the uh, uh, workouts for the upcoming NBA draft are concerned. We're going to follow him as he goes along on his journey here. Next hour, Chris Doring will join us to talk about the football schedule. Nick Belmonte will join us to talk the College World Series. You join us and talk sports. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
left Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you You will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Looking to retire comfortably on your terms? Of course. Then don't buy an annuity. Okay. Has an advisor told you that an annuity will help you retire confidently by providing income? Uh, yeah. Did they also tell you they make a big commission when you buy that annuity? And they might even get a free trip from an insurance company? Uh, no. Might want to ask them about that. You may also want to meet with the team at Talon Wealth. They're fiduciaries that don't sell products. They focus on you and your goals. Compare how you've been doing to their actively managed portfolios and explain all of your options because they only do well when you do well. That sounds fair. Call 352-751-3200, 352-751-3200, or visit guardingyournestegg.com. And remember, don't buy an annuity. Talon Private Wealth, LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Florida License D056341. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour 2 of Sports Scene underway for this Thursday. How about some of the rain we got last night? Some of those storms. We need the rain, and I want it to rain, but I could do without that other stuff. Ooh, tough stuff. Uh, Zach is producing today, and uh, we're going to hear from Nick Belmonte in about uh, 10 minutes. Talk College World Series, Chris Doring, bottom of the hour, talking the SEC football schedule, and we'll hear from you, 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. PG leads off. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, so just about the 24 schedule again, it would have been nice, I think, to have a quarterback because you got to think we won't have a quarterback with much experience unless something really different changes, which it could, transfer portal, or maybe somebody else starts this year, then maybe somebody we don't think is going to start at the position. But wouldn't you think, I mean, you're going to have either a freshman or another transfer starting on that gauntlet of a schedule so you I can't even really circle six. I mean, I can do a bunch of, you know, pickums, but you don't. But on the other side of that, how how do you think Florida fans are going to respond? Because if you think this year is a six to eight win season, um, and you never know, maybe they can win ten or nine. I don't know, uh, or next year too. But if, let's say hypothetically, you have two six win seasons following last season and the season before that. You know, at what point? 
I, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, we could be better. Like, UF could be a better team than they were last year, the year before, but the record won't show it. At what point, Steve, do you think that, you know, time is starting to run out? I think there is a group of fans in any fan base, any fan base, that judges you wins and losses, period. I don't care if you're playing the, you know, Cincinnati Bengals. If you lose, you lose, right? And let's take a look at, at, at what the schedule is. Mississippi State, I mean, is Kentucky win? I mean, any game is winnable, don't get me wrong. But once again, you look at the – doesn't don't play Vanderbilt. Um, you know, A&M is shaky, aren't they? How good is Ole Miss defensively? How good is Kentucky going to be? Um, I mean, but Mississippi State, I mean, those are certainly winnable games. And then if you, you know, win a game or two that you're not, quote, supposed to, you beat Tennessee, maybe you beat LSU. Okay. So, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. But the problem is you've got those other games that, I mean, could you lose to Miami? Sure, you could lose to Miami. Could you lose to, you know, FSU? Sure, you could lose to them. If they don't improve, you got you can look at it another way too. And I'm not a negative fan, but you can say, okay, UCF is going to want to. That's their that's their Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Lane Kiffin, he's going to try to hang them up, you know. Uh, Kentucky Stoops has been playing Florida pretty well. A and M's talented, you know. They're going to have talent. They've lost some guys, but they recruit really well. And then you know, it's just it's just a really tough schedule. And, and I think it was Tony that said it. I mean. I feel I don't I don't feel bad for the coaches, but I, I do think that they could have. I don't know what you could do with the schedule, but it, it couldn't have been much harder. Because I thought this season was a tough schedule, but next year, much worse. And I just wonder at what point, you know, do they have to win some games? You think year four? I mean, because I think fans are going to understand this year, next year. But that it starts to just become a long time. You know, you're talking half a decade since relevancy. And you know it's just it's just tough. So I just I wonder how patient everybody's going to be. That's the sixty four thousand dollar question, PG. Thank you for your call, uh, Bernard. Hello, Steve. I want to talk about two things. The NBA you talked about yesterday, them were one deservedly so. But you you made a good point. You talk about patience. Uh, Giannis was in Milwaukee eight years before they won, and I think. It may have been the same thing for Jokic, and I hear Minnesota. Timberwolves is one of the worst run organization, worst court. Are talking about uh, trading Carl Anthony Town. I would keep him and try to build around Carl Anthony Town and Anthony Edwards. See the second point. The schedule came out. I guess they did a big NFL Network type thing on SEC. It's nothing like if you want to get depressed, Steve. Listen to Florida Gator fans. Uh, we were already, I guess, we thrown in the towel. See, my feeling on the schedule is the schedule. That's why if you're a competitive person, you have competitive juices. That's why Navy is out trying to recruit the best football player to come in and play Florida. This, this is Florida. Florida is capable of beating all these schools. I, 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 you know, when are we going to start? How are the when is this going to happen? I don't, Steve. I just that's not 
in my DNA, man. I, I just, maybe I live in utopia. I just think, hey, in the end, I'm going to figure out a way to get it done. Do you follow what I'm saying? I just don't buy into all this negativity, man. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I do. I, mean, I do. I mean, but, you know, it, it on good, bad, wrong, or right, it comes down to wins and losses. Yes. And, and I think this, and I talk to people, and, and I'll say this, and I try to be consistent when I talk sports, and people say, well, the defense was so bad last year, but the offense averaged 30 a game. See, I think Napier's success at Florida, I think the defense is going to be better. I think they've got better players. Hopefully they're better coach. See, I think in all said and done, his success at Florida is going to come back on third and eight, and his quarterback consistently complete a 12-yard pass. I, I, I think, are they, is he going to have some consistency from the quarterback position in the passing game? I, I, base, I, I know he likes to run. There's nothing wrong with running and having a balance of tight. But the rules in the game today on pro and college level dictate that you move the ball successfully vertically with the passing All right. game, man. You know, so you you have a good day. But aren't thank you. But I would say this: if you're banking on success on third and eight, that's bad. You don't want to be in. If you're in third and eight consistently, you're not going to be successful. Don, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Hey, Steve. I've been hearing people calling them. I mean, Steve. When I look at it, uh, you know, you can't have it both ways. Sometimes they, like you were saying, they complain about when the schedule is soft, and then when it gets tough, you, you know, people complaining. I see it like this: if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you, Don. Yeah, you do. Daryl says, for the money I pay, I like the schedule. Us playing different teams is a good thing for fans. Uh, BB says late to the party, but the SEC schedules seem equitable. But if Gator Phantom doesn't have some modicum of understanding considering the out-of-conference games, the 24 schedule just potentially put our coach and his UF career into the wood chipper of life. I kind of can see it, kind of can't see why last night the SEC guys were gushing over the Gator schedule. I always have it on record preferring some easier games that also help small schools' athletic budgets. One caveat if our Gators could win eight or nine games with that 2024 schedule, they could possibly be in the playoffs without going to the SEC championship. I don't think eight gets you to the playoff. But but would that be a good win total? And here is the other thing. What nobody's talking about here is we're talking this is a year plus down the road. Who leaves? Who's in the transfer portal? Who are you getting recruiting? I mean, you, th- those are th- there's so many unknowns when it comes to that. That you know, you're, it isn't like your team stays the same like it used to just through high school recruiting. You could get better in a hurry, depending on what happens in the transfer portal as well. So uh, keep that uh, in mind as well. We'll talk more about it. Again, Chris Doyne is going to join us here at the uh, <clears throat> at the bottom of the hour uh, to give his thoughts on the schedule. But coming up, 
There is a little thing called the College World Series coming up, right? Gators are in it. And obviously, you get to this point, you've earned it. Three SEC teams are in it, two going head-to-head in LSU and Tennessee. My bud, Nick Belmonte, will join us next to talk about it. One twelve time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators baseball has their first game of the College World Series on Friday. They'll take on Virginia with first pitch set for 7 p.m. The SEC announced the eight conference opponents for each of its schools for the 2024 football season. The Gators have a tough schedule that includes LSU, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M at home. They'll also have to travel to the likes of Texas and Tennessee. This is all on top of the fact that they'll welcome in UCF and Miami at the beginning of the season. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Oakland Athletics today to close out their series. Coverage begins right here at 3 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. I've been doing business with the Cousins family for a long time. Good reason. Real simple reason. Because every time I purchased a vehicle from them, it's been great for me. Because they try to give you the best selections. You can make the best choice for your personal needs. Car, truck, SUV, foreign, domestic, all there. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Check out the vehicles. Eyeball them for yourself or take them for a test drive. Their sales staff is there to help you out, but never trying to hard sell you. Before you go, you want to check out the vehicles in stock? It's easy. SECars.com. Go online. All the pertinent information is there for you. When you go see them in person, please tell them Sports Scene sent you to go see the good people at Southeast Car Agency. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com slash internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We 
know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure, make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Now, I've known... Nick Belmonte since we went to college together and it's always amazed me about Nick that he will throw some number or stat at me and I'll have no idea he'll say oh yeah well he gave me one of these the other day after Sprout and Cags and those guys were named all region uh, Nick was the first Gator to be all region and I did not know that so Thank you, Mr. Belmonte, for that. Well, that's just one of those things we put in our wood chipper of life. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's a cool honor, though. You're the first ever to have that, so that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was at the time. It was really cool. I didn't I didn't know that. and um, I guess they started that award back in the late 60s or something like that. So it's always good to be the first, right? Absolutely. Um, let's take, uh, a, take a look at this World Series field here, Nick. Um you know, three SEC teams are in it, certainly. Um, just from the your overall view, um, who do you – who are some – I mean, Virginia is a good team to play first. Sure. Who do you like well, here in terms of some of these matchups? I don't know if Virginia is a good team to play first. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to play somebody first. Um, all right, so 
let me talk about in, in, in a whole. So the, the Gators bracket, the team that really is not getting a lot of love that scares me in that bracket is TCU. And I'll tell you why. Because back in May, they were kind of not even thought about. They were not playing well. They, they didn't know if they were going to make the tournament. And then they run out 17 out of their last 18 games they have won. And even the game they lost was a one-run loss. And they haven't had a substantial loss where they got beat by, you know, more than like five runs since April 23rd. And that was at West Virginia. So they're, they're a scary team and a big ball of confidence coming into this thing. Um, so that, that's a team that's to me scary. What they did at Arkansas on the road at Arkansas, I mean, they bludgeoned them. I they mean, did. They yes. Arkansas pitching. And, and I think they're coming in there with not a lot of fanfare. So that that's a team that that uh, I think is a lot of teams are overlooking. Now, oh, are you? You know, Oral Roberts. You know, they're they're going to Cinderella. Everybody knows this, but people don't realize Oral Roberts has been to regionals since '98, 21 times. So this is not this team that came out of nowhere. I mean, they they haven't gotten this far. Obviously, they've only been to one College World Series prior. But this is a team that kind of knows, you know, their their way around the, the postseason play. Uh, but again, when you look at ORU, you know, they're they probably have the lowest RPI at fifty. You know, and their strength of schedule was two hundred thirty eight. <laughs> now, if you look at all the other teams in the College World Series, the next highest was Virginia at forty six. Teams like uh, Florida, LA, uh, Florida, Tennessee, and LSU were 14, 15, and 17. Uh, so that puts it in perspective. Is ORU ready to play the kind of competition that they're going to see in this uh, this tournament, you know, playing SEC teams and, uh, and the like? So that's, that's the thing to, to look for there, the big discrepancy there. And then, you know, I thought Stanford would win that game, that, that series. It was a great series against Texas. And obviously the guy, the, the kids, they lost the ball in the oh, in there, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and then it's heartbreaking. But there's reasons why, you know, professionally and, and playoff games that mean something don't start at 4 p.m. anywhere. There's reasons why you don't start games at 4 p.m. And it's for things like that. You know, uh, I want to say the Bucky Den home run game started around 4 uh, that was a late afternoon game as well. And, and Lou Pinnell actually lost a ball and actually made a great play on a ball. Bang, we're getting off the track. But, um, yeah, so Stanford, they're, they're a tricky team. I mean, we don't, like I said, we don't know much about those West Coast teams, but, you know, that, that kid that pitched that night with 150 pitches, you know, that, that's, that was pretty amazing. You, you haven't seen things like that since, like, the Ben McDonald era. You know, where, where Skip used to run them out there for a long, a lot of, a lot of pitches. But um, Stanford's, you know, on that side, that's that's a tough bracket over there. You know, Tennessee's, you know, they've got, they've gotten it together. But for me, it, getting into the, you know, on, if everything's chalk for me, LSU, Florida in the finals would be one of the most talented, greatest World College World Series finals ever. You're talking about potential. Easily double-digit future big leaguers would be in that final if it was to occur. So, wow. so that to me would be amazing. I mean, you know, all American awards all over the place. Uh, you know, if that's to happen, LSU. Look, they got 
they got the offense like Florida has. Uh, Floyd, the number two pitcher, is, is right at the ship. He was struggling early. He's their number two. Skeens is Skeens. I mean, you know, you're going to have to beat him if you're going to win the College World Series. Uh, if you play LSU, let's face it, I'm assuming they're going to throw him first. And then Wake, you know, is a team that, to me, is kind of a mystery. That you know how how they're going to do. They didn't do very well, you know, um, in their their uh, conference tournament, but. Obviously, you know, they got the pitchers and the hitters and the whole thing there. So Tom Walter, I don't know if a lot of people understand know this about Tom Walter, the coach at Wake Forest. He literally he donated a kidney to one of Kevin Jordan, one of his former players, a, a kid that was actually a player at that time, uh, for him at Wake Forest. So I mean, you know, you talk about you know, the, the greatest sacrifice for one of your players. I mean, Tom Walter, that's a kind of and a great guy he is. Um, UVA, they are solid offensively and defensively. Their hitting coach, Kevin McMullen, was one of my Salt Lake Trappers that I managed in the minor league. Oh, how about there that? Yeah. For 20 years. Yeah, he's been there as their hitting coach, associate head coach for 20 years. Uh, you see a lot of New Jersey guys on their roster, and that's always because of Kevin McMullen. He recruits where he, where he grew up in Dumont, New Jersey. So that's always uh, something to look for. How many New Jersey guys go to UVA? And everybody's like, why is there always that? And that's like, that's because of Kevin McMullen. But, uh, uh, you know, one of the things, too, is when you look at this is who's, you know, I looked at on-base percentages through this whole thing and who, who's the best at that. And UVA actually has the best on-base percentage at 429. And they strike out the least at 401, uh, which is, most teams are somewhere around 500. Gators are at 501, TCU 504, LSU 505, but only 401 strikers. So UVA puts the ball in play, and and that's a thing that's annoying to um, you know to, to pitchers. Now conversely, the Gators are going to face Nick Parker. Nick Parker, you know, solid pitcher. He's pitched well. Got a you know I think he got the loss against Duke, but actually pitched well in that game. Now, the key for him is be patient, and I'll tell you why. In in games where he has had five walks, I mean, I'm sorry, three walks, and that's only three walks. He's not pitched well in those games. Um, so if you can be patient to him, that's the key. But a lot of games that he gets on a roll, one walk, zero walks, um, you know, now, and he is susceptible to a home run here and there. So an early home run could shock the system to Nick Parker. But who could give you a better I would think scouting report on Nick Parker to D.T. Ryapel, who I think they played together at Coastal Carolina a few years ago, uh, three years ago. They were teammates, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they're both Coastal Carolina guys at one point. And, um, you know, Bradley Taylor, alias D.T., alias big-time Ryapel, <laughs> like, believe me, we I could see him getting a game-winning home run to win the College World Series. I could see that from any guy in the Gators lineup uh think about Colby Halter it would not surprise me if Colby Halter won the College World Series with a big hit why because this team has as much depth as any Gator team I you and I've been doing this a long time Steve could you I don't I haven't seen a Gator team with as much depth pitching hitting from top to bottom in all the years I've been doing this yeah and 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 you can see you know Sully's moving around you 
He's playing with the outfield there. You got Robertson, whether he starts him or puts him in in that big ballpark. You know Robertson's going to play at least defensively late in the game if he doesn't start because patrol in that big center field out there in Omaha. That's that's going to be a, a, another advantage that the Gators will have is their depth going in there. Uh, but uh, again, there are so many talent team talented teams in this thing, and have we we talked to pretty much everybody here. Haven't yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. You know? um, okay. All right, well, i got about 30 seconds here. Who, in your view, gets to the final? Uh, I, I'm going to say I'm just going to go by Cowan alone. I'm going to go LSU and Florida. Okay, all right. As you, as you know, anything can happen in the college football oh, gosh. series. And, and let's hope, you know, that the weather holds up and, and, you, and you don't have the intangibles like, you know, we throw a starting pitcher out there and he throws three three hitters and then you got a four-hour rain delay and you burn them for four days. You know, let, let's just hope something like that doesn't happen. But uh, I think uh, LSU Florida, that's my pick for going into the finals, the most talented teams. And uh, hopefully that happens and we could talk a week from today. You better happens. believe it. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. All right. All right, Steve Boat. You got Go it, Nick. Him. Nick Belmonte, you see him covering Gator baseball on uh, TV former Gator player as well. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Chris Doring is going to join us next to talk about the SEC football schedule, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made in the USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polarisofgainesville.com what is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Cut up six-pack rings and reduce your use of plastic to keep it out of waterways and oceans. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? IDC is giving you a reprieve from sky-high interest rates with an unbelievable offer right now. 0% interest financing on practically everything. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all designer jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Buy now and get fast, easy, 0% financing for five years. That $9,000 engagement ring comes to just $150 a month. You can even finance the sales tax. Say no to high prices and high rates. Get the guaranteed best price and enjoy zero interest financing only at 
International Diamond Center. This 0% finance offer at IDC is insane. People are driving for hours to do this. It's five years, zero interest financing. Whether you spend 3000 bucks or 30000 you can spread your payments over five years with zero in interest. And this includes every diamond at IDC. All shapes, from one carat to 20 carats, GIA certified diamonds. Get the extreme value price IDC is known for. For a limited time, enjoy five years, zero interest financing. Now through July 2nd at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point on approved credit. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today, increasing clouds, hot and humid highs near 90, heat indices in the upper 90s. It'll be breezy this afternoon with gusts to about 25 miles an hour. And we'll still have a threat for thunderstorms, some of them strong late in the afternoon and during the evening. Just like last night, storms locally, heavy rain, damaging winds, small hail and tornadoes will all be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Well, last night on the SEC football schedule reveal, you saw my next guest from the SEC Network, Chris Doring. And Chris is kind enough to join us today to talk a little more about this. Chris, always good to have you, man. Thank you. And uh, it's interesting here in Gator Nation, there's some angst over this schedule, Chris, because of not just the SEC, but you throw Miami, you throw FSU, you know, you throw UCF in the schedule. What say you? Well, first and foremost, I was really excited to see, at least for another season, that the majority of Florida's big rivals uh, will be retained. And I mentioned it on the show last night. I don't think there's a team in the conference that has more rivals within the league and beyond than what the Gators do. So you keep Georgia, you keep Tennessee, you keep LSU, you keep Kentucky, which I think has grown into a rival here, especially in the last five years with Kentucky taking three of those games. Um, And then you mix in Florida State, Miami, and UCF in that 2014 schedule out of conference. Uh, I have no doubt about it. I know we're a year and a half away, but Florida, from this perspective at this point in time, has the most difficult schedule in the entire country. And this is at a time where Coach Napier is trying to make some some uh, hay here in terms of improvement, get some traction with his recruiting and, and show a little progress. But I think with the difficulty of the schedule here in 2023 and the even uh, next level of, of difficulty, uh, in 2024, it's going to be tough to show results with actual wins on the field. You know, one of the things that uh, has been brought up today, and, and we've seen teams do this, and maybe you know the answer, Chris. I'm, I, I'm sure in any contract, whether it be with Miami or whatever, there's an out. You know, we can do something to change this. And some have suggested that you know, Scott Strickland look at that and say, let's, let's get out of this uh, Miami contract. Let's get out of this uh, UCF contract. Is that plausible? I hope not. I mean, from the competitive standpoint uh, that, that that I have, um, you know, thinking back uh, as my time at a, as a player at Florida, I would have loved to have had a chance to play Miami. I grew up with two parents that were from the city of Miami, spent a lot of time down there. Uh, I understood the, the importance of that rivalry during the 80s and what it meant in terms of accumulated talent. Uh, I think it's important that Florida plays the, the other big schools within the state uh, and UCF has kind of grown into one of those within the 
within the state of Florida as well. So I, I, I do believe that Florida needs to play Miami more often. I hope that they don't buy their way out of it. Um, I think if you ask the, the players on the field that they probably want to play that game as well, especially with the uh, relationships that, that a lot of players within the state have with one another, dating back to playing with and against those guys in high school. Uh, so I, I understand the plight of the administration and certainly of, of Coach Napier, but from a competitive standpoint, I think everybody wants to, to play that game in addition to the uh, the tough eight-game schedule that Florida draws. With a day to sort of absorb all of this, Chris, and I, and I do agree that you know with, with Florida's schedule, and when you include those other schools, Georgia doesn't have a picnic schedule either. Um, any other schools stand out to you schedule-wise? Either it's too tough or too lenient. There's no such thing. Like too tough is not a thing anymore. When you talk about adding, you know, Texas and Oklahoma, I go down from top to bottom. Every single school has a tough schedule now. I think the interesting part about it, Steve, will be when the dates are actually announced yes. because that's where you get a little bit more of the challenge or alleviation based upon how they're stacked. But, you know, people have, have criticized Georgia's schedule recently. They, they've often said that Alabama gets a break from the league office. I think you look at both of those. Georgia especially difficult because of, of the nature of the neutral site game. Um, in 2024, Florida obviously counts as one of their home games, so they really only get three true SEC home games with Auburn, Mississippi State, and Tennessee coming to town. Then you have to go to Alabama. You have to go to Oxford, Mississippi. You have to go to Lexington, Kentucky. You have to go to Austin, Texas. That is a challenging schedule for the Bulldogs, and not to mention the fact that you know Alabama, as I mentioned, they retain some of their big rivals with Auburn and Georgia and Tennessee all staying on the schedule, LSU as well. Uh, so it, I don't think you look at any particular schedule and go, wow, they, they really benefited from the way that the, the opponent uh, draw was drawn up for them. You know, one of the things that we've had callers talk about today, and, and look, some have complained about Florida's schedule in the past. Too soft. You know, we don't play anybody. You know, I, I'm I, my hard-earned money is going to watch, you know, Cupcake X. Well, you can't have it both ways. You either you either look at a schedule like this and go, I'm going to love this as a fan because it's going to be really good competition, and it might have to do then more with wins and losses, but it's hard to have it both ways, isn't it? Yeah, the great part about it is the timing is perfect with 2024 being the same year that we expand to 12 teams in the playoff. It's going to provide for more margin for error. It's going to encourage continued tougher scheduling outside of the conference. Uh, and I think what you're seeing, Steve, is a – uh, uh, an intention to try to draw fans back into the stadium. You, you're telling me you're not going to want to be in the swamp when Texas comes to town for the first time or getting a chance to, to play some of these teams that were in the West that we haven't got a chance to, to rotate home and away with. I think it's going to be really exciting, and it's going to be something that uh, between the scheduling within the league and what you're seeing out of conference. I mean, Alabama, I, I believe, goes to what Wisconsin in 2024. There's just a lot of different interconference games that are going to be exciting. Uh, LSU plays UCLA and uh, Southern Cal. So it, it's, it's just, to me, an effort to bring back the engagement in the stadiums. And, and you know this, man. I, I grew up and played in a time where being in the swamp on Saturday was the, the, the best place to be in the entire state. I think you're going to see a return to that. Um, certainly, I think you saw some desire to be back together during the pandemic and what that did for uh, folks wanting to, to attend college football games again. But with the, the buffed-up schedule and the, the way that, that teams are scheduling out of conference, 
I think selling season tickets for all 16 of these SEC schools is going to be much easier. Yeah, I agree with that. Chris Doring here joining us from the SEC Network talking about the SEC reveal of the 2024 schedule. Let's look ahead while I have you to next year, Chris. I know you were high on Kentucky last year. It didn't quite work out for them, maybe the way you envisioned. Uh, Is there a school or two that you really like going into the season? Yeah, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I, I I think in terms of a team that people aren't talking about enough, it's Kentucky again. Uh, maybe one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the transfer portal comes to Lexington and Devin Leary. They get the return of offensive coordinator Liam Cohen, who uh, was a year back in the NFL before deciding coming coming back to Lexington. So, you know, this, I talked to Coach Stoops myself. I was up in Lexington for the, the Florida-Kentucky basketball game, had a chance to talk to him, and was lamenting, you know, my prediction about them going 11 and one. He's like, "Hey, I felt the same way. I had no idea that our offensive line was going to be as poor as what they ended up being. I think that took away from a, a lot of their potential ability offensively. But you know, I think with Liam Cohen coming back, he's going to have an opportunity to get that offense back on track. So, you know, what you're seeing, in my opinion, Steve, is the the, the balance of power in the last year of, of divisions um, getting a little bit more even again. I think the SEC from the bottom. The SEC East from the bottom up is improving. Vanderbilt showing that they could sneak up and, and beat Florida and Kentucky late in the season last year. Obviously, Tennessee trying to close the gap a little bit on on what um, Georgia had created. Um, Tennessee, uh, excuse me, South Carolina with Shane Beamer continuing to make pro- progress each year. So it's a tough conference from top to bottom, but I do see improvement in the East from the bottom up that hasn't necessarily been there in the recent past. I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Chris, but I, I have a theory, and I'll end with this. When, when, back when you played, th- there were teams that Florida played that you knew you were going to beat in the league. It, it was just that simple. Vanderbilt wasn't going to win, you know, that sort of thing. But you just mentioned it. I mean, even a Vanderbilt can come back and bite you. So that said, is it tougher when you're in a place where Florida is to get back to being elite because the league is better top to bottom. Yeah, let's be clear. First and foremost, Steve, we knew we were going to beat everybody on our schedule, so it didn't matter about you know, teams at the bottom of the league. We knew we were going to beat all Okay, teams. fair yeah. enough. Um, I think the, the thing you're right about that, it, the, the, the bottom has improved considerably. Um, there is no easy out from week to week. Again, the accumulated um, you know, fatigue that, that – builds up by the end of the year mentally physically having to play the schedule that you do within the conference makes it difficult you know part of obviously luck is involved staying healthy is important how the schedule falls but really your your ability to to turn the page from week to week and move on to the next challenge is one of the things i think we did really well with with coach furrier is, is taking one game at a time he used to talk about you know, it's overwhelming if you take a bundle of sticks and try to break them all at once, but you pull one out at a time and you, you break it, move on to the next, and that's kind of how we approached, you know, our, our schedule when I was at Florida, and, and I think that's kind of what you have to do in the SEC in general. Now, it's overwhelming if you look at the big picture starting in September through the end of November, but you take it one week at a time and um, you have some luck fall your way and stay injury-free, uh, you can navigate the, the conference a, a little bit easier that way than you can just uh, get caught up in the overall big picture. Uh, I did think of one last quick thing here. Um, we saw Nick Saban and other people go to Washington and lobby Congress to come up with something when it comes to NIL. I do not see that happening. So if it doesn't, Chris, 
What do you see the future of that in terms of NIL and, and what's going on with football? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, Steve, because I, I think a lot of times you know, people talk about Nick Saban in the, doing what's best for Alabama, and obviously I think he you know, they want to win. They have some advantages that other programs don't, but I think he's had so much success and comes from a, a place of, of overall concern about the game of college football now, what, what the game has done for him. Um, and wants the the the, um, the game to continue to, to give student athletes an opportunity, give coaches a, a chance to to make a career for themselves. So I, I think he is of the mindset that um, something has to change, even though it's probably an advantage for his Alabama Crimson Tide program now, uh, with the lack of oversight and enforcement. Uh, the long-term success of college football is going to require that there is a, uh, a a little bit of evening of the field as it relates to rules. I don't know if Congress can do it, and I, and I quite frankly think that the NCAA is too scared to do anything. Yep. They're scared of litigation, and so you know, what you're going to have to see if nothing breaks from either of those is uh, you know team the conferences teams deciding to to go off and create you know a, a league outside of the NCAA and and um, trying to agree upon rules that they're all going to abide by. Always appreciate your time, Chris. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, man. Take care. Bye-bye. You got it, Chris Doring. Known that kid since he was in high school. Uh, and he's really done a nice job. Really, really proud of what he's done. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. we got one final segment to hear from you coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. Gators baseball is in Omaha, Nebraska for the College World Series. Florida will first take the diamond on Friday against Virginia. Brandon Sprout will tow the rubber for the orange and blue with first pitch at 7 p.m. Moving over to Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays take on the Oakland A's in the final meeting of a four-game series. The A's hold a 2-1 series lead. You can catch coverage right here at 3. In SEC football, the 2024 conference opponent schedule has been released. The Gators will play Kentucky, LSU, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M at home, and Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Texas on the road. Meanwhile, the annual Florida-Georgia game will remain in Jacksonville. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. 
They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, don't you stop on the party? This is more so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistible soft and heavy nice. My crepe is always soft. It's our party vibe. She's Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Before we say goodbye, I'll give you one last U.S. Open leaderboard look. If you want to get a quick call, then you still have some time as well. Jacob Solomon, Dylan Wu, Ricky Fowler, Xander Schauffele among five at three under par to lead the tournament. Four golfers uh, are at uh, two under. There's a slew of people at one under. DeChambeau is one of them. John Rahm is one of them. Uh, at even par, Jordan Smith, Scotty Scheffler, Sergio Garcia. Uh, at one over, and this is there's others. I'm just giving you the highlights here. Colin Morikawa is one over. Martin Keimer is one over. 
Francesco Modanari is two over, as is Matt Kuchar. Victor Hovland is two over par as well. And Justin Thomas, Adam Scott are three over. Jason Day is four over. Justin Rose is five over. And, uh, again, some of the bigger names to be going out later today. Billy Horschel, uh, the Gator, of course, is going to go out a little later this afternoon. So that's uh, the U.S. Open leaderboard to date. By the way, when I had Nick on, <clears throat> we were talking about Texas uh, Christian TCU. They just mauled Arkansas. They hit 300 as a team. But they do something that not a lot of teams do as well. Now, they've got some guys that hit homers, but they've got, I think, three, only three guys with double-digit homers, and uh, one's got 23. But they've got six players, six, who have 14 or more stolen bases. They run a lot. 20, 17, 24, 14, 19, and 22. So watch when they play. They like to run. Marshall will join us. Hi, Marshall. Steve, thanks so much for having Nick on. Between you and he, I actually learned something about baseball. Um, Nick, at probably just about every game I hear him doing color on, he comments that nobody knows how to punt anymore. And he discusses the angle of the bat. And I'm wa- I watch him more often. He's right. On all these different guys who are successful, they've angled it the way he's suggested. Why is – I mean, I understand Jack Caglione is trying to hit it out of the park on every shot, and a lot of guys are. But when there's nobody at third base, and you're a left-handed batter, you're automatically on first if you hit a bunt. And how about somebody like Michael Robertson, who should be able to do that? They don't shift on him. Well, without it, he doesn't need to shift. Yeah, he does. He can get there without it. Nah, because if you watch what the, what the defense does with Robertson, they shorten up on him because they know he's fast. So the, they don't if, – if you're talking about a shift, that's a totally different situation because if the third baseman's playing where the shortstop is, then all you have to do is just put the ball down the third baseline. But with Robertson, they don't shift, and they move the third baseman in to guard against the bunt. So I guess bunting, it truly is the lost art? Yes. Yes. I mean, some – I mean, teams still will do it occasionally. You'll see an occasional – sacrifice bunt but I do think Nick is right when it comes to that because you know in his day my day you know guys that that bunted you know that that's a great slump buster a bunt because yeah. if you could lay down a bunt that's a hit just like a line drive to right field's a hit and that sometimes gets you out of slumps but it's just not done a lot today and you know it's kind of a lost art well, I thought I saw Dale Thomas follow the Nick Belmonte school with the angle of the bat, et cetera. And after two not getting him, they let him go ahead and try with two strikes, and he got it down. I, I, was, just, I was ecstatic to see that for him. Okay. Thank you, Marshall. Right. Thank I you. appreciate your call. Yep. And Barry, uh, 
I wonder if Nick planted these. No, I'm kidding. He says, we're blessed to have Nick doing Gator broadcasts for these many years. Amazing what we've learned about the game from listening to him and attending his very valuable showcases. My friend actually coached his son's Little League team to championships from tips he picked up from him through the years. His combination of humor and knowledge makes for quite an enjoyable broadcast in the sport where games can be very long. And he says, keep up the good work. I hope Nick is listening. Uh, <clears throat> and he does do a very, very good job. Uh, Tommy says, some of our fans' woe is me attitude, according to the schedule, is weak. If the Gators are unable to stay on top and remain relevant, they'll just need to keep working and chipping away at championship goals. Changing a coaching staff in football is a 6-10 to ten year turnaround for a program, and it's still a crapshoot. Gators have a great leader as a head coach. Let's all stick together and be a part of uh, building the program. The opposite point of view is, uh, is uh, Adrian. I can't wait to see what Scott Strickland has to say about the scheduling, or shall I say the not rescheduling in the Miami and UCF games. I think your caller, Tony, is spot on. Strickland dropped the proverbial medicine ball right on Napier's head to not have the foresight to see what the potential of the 2024 schedule was going to be years ago and not take any preemptive action is utter incompetence. Ellis says, looking forward to the 2024 Gator football season. Finally, the fans that will show up will get their bang for the buck. Hopefully, when they upgrade Spurrier Field, when that's complete, fans will also have a little extra elbow room instead of being crammed together like sardines. John says, as far as the schedule, he loves it. James says, good to see the Rays get a win against Oakland. Yeah. And uh, Salford Ford's 2024 schedule. We're no longer play Vanderbilt in South Carolina. Will this be on a rotational basis? This was just for the 2024 season. After that, and remember, divisions go away. That's the other thing, right? So you don't have to play South Carolina, or you won't play South Carolina every year because division format goes away. Uh, okay. Got two more emails for two more minutes. If you want to get a quick call in, you can. Don't forget, tomorrow, uh, an abbreviated sports team by a little bit because we'll carry game one of the College World Series if the weather holds. 1.40 will be airtime tomorrow. And, of course, the Gator game tomorrow night against the Hoos in Virginia. Uh, we'll have that for you uh, as well. Our last two emails. James says, I get it. But everybody, as you say, Steve, has a pretty difficult schedule when it comes to 2024. Yes, I understand that our non-conference may be more difficult than others. The bottom line is, to be good, you have to beat good teams. True. And then uh, Philip says, I like Chris's uh, observation about the expanded college football playoff because you can afford perhaps a loss or two given a tough schedule and still make it. So I think Florida is still going to be in good position. So, all right, we will see. Our thanks today to my buddy, Nick Belmonte, Chris Doring talking to us, and uh, Colin Castleton joining us live here today. Uh, talking about uh, what he's done so far in his workouts and uh, hopefully what will happen after the NBA draft. We're going to try to follow Colin and see what happens with him 
And uh, it's a, it was a pleasure to have him on here with us live today. Pleasure to have you here as well for Sports Scene on this Thursday. We thank you for tuning in, calling, listening, being part of the program. We'll do it again tomorrow at 12 o'clock. For Zach, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day and miss those thunderstorms. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF-Gainesville-U251-CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W.